Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're going to continue with our devotional service this morning. Line hymn number 350. Come, ye that love the Lord, let your joys be known. Join in a song of sweet accord and thus around the throne. Let those refuse to sing who never knew our God. But, but the children of the heavenly king may speak their joys abroad. Come,
most holy, righteous, and heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, by the Lord and Savior, yes, Jesus Lord, Christ. Yes. Nobody but you. Lord, we come now because you said that we could come. Thank you, Lord. Lord God, we come leaning and depending on your almighty word. Nobody but you, Father. No one, oh, Heavenly Father, that you got all power in your hands. Thank you, Lord. Lord, you got heavenly power. Thank you. You got Holy Ghost power. Yes. You got sanctifying power. Yes. You got saving power. Yes. You got dunamis power. Yes. Lord God, you got all power in your hands. Lord God, you can do everything but fail. Yes. Lord God, we come now leaning and depending on your almighty word. Knowing that you got all power in your hands. Yes, Father. Thank you. Lord, you can do everything but fail. Thank you, Lord. Lord, how much of this right now, Father? Lord God, how much of it be thy holy will? Yes. Just a little lesson, Lord God, and everything will be all right. Yes. Lord God, bless us only you can bless, Lord. Save us only you can save Lord God, we know you got all power yes. in your hands. Yes. Lord God, you got heavenly power. Yes. You got holy ghost power. Yes. You got sanctifying power. Yes. You got all power in your yes. hands. Lord God, and we lean in independent on your own. Lord, 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 let your will be done. Yes. Right now, Father. Right now, Lord, let your will be done in the life of your children. Yes. Lord God, bless us only you can bless. Yes. Save is only you can save. You save Lord God, heal is only you can heal. Yes. yes. Lord, you've been my doctor in my sick room, Lord. You've been the bridge over troubled waters, Lord. Lord God, you've been my shelter in the time of my storm. Yes. Lord God, I just want to thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you already done. Yes. Thank you, Lord, right now for what you're getting ready to do. Yes. Have your way, Lord. Have your way in the life of your children. Yes, yes, Lord yes. God, let your will be done. Your will, Father. Your will and your not will. our will, Lord. And everything will be all right. Oh, yeah. Have mercy, Lord. Right now, Father. Have mercy, Lord. Blessed is only you can bless. Yes. Save is only you can save. Yes. Knowing that you got all power in your Yes. Lord God, we just stop by the church to thank you. Thank you, Lord. Oh God, we just talk about to lift you up. Yes. Have your way, Lord. Please, Father. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. You can preach a man a word this morning. Yes. Give him a word for your children. Yes, Lord. Lord, we need to hear from you. Yes. Lord, some of us stand in the need of one thing, Lord. Some of us stand in the need of another. Yes. But whatsoever we need, Lord, you got it, Lord. Right now, Walk please. with us, Lord. Talk with us, Lord. Lead us and guide us in the way, Lord, that you would help us to go. Oh, yes. And Lord God, we'll be so careful to give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise. Yes. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.
devotional service this morning. We pray God blessing upon each and every one of you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We now return the remainder of the service over to Thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
my dark side, let me praise God for whom all blessings flow.
There's power in agreement. Amen. It is a blessing to see so many of us gathering in the sanctuary. I'm glad that God has given us the courage to come back in his presence. You we were always in the presence of the Lord, but when we come together, there's something about the people of God when we come together. Amen. Amen. We come together and join together and fellowship together. God is going to honor that in this prayer with us today. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Well, Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Father, we thank you for all things great, all things small. Father God, your name is great. It's excellent. Without you, we are nothing. But in you and through you, all things are possible. Father God, we're coming again, once again, another time in this year to give you thanks for allowing us to see another fresh year. Father, you've been better than us. We've been to ourselves. We say thank you. If we had 10,000 tongues, we couldn't thank you. You've been so great. You've been better to us. You, you're just so good. You keep blessing us in spite of ourselves. Before we inquire you anything, Father God, we ask right now in the name of your son called Jesus that you create us a clean heart and renew us the right spirit. Father God, we're trying to keep the faith. You told us, hold on to our faith. You told us that even when we can't trace you, we ought to just trust you. So, Father God, in spite of what we are going through, our going through, what we are struggling with, we come to give you honor, praise, and glory because you're so worthy. Father God, we don't come to thank you because you gave us a blessing yesterday. We don't come to thank you, Father God, because we, we, what you, you gave us exactly what we asked for. We come because you're just God. We come to thank you, Father God, because if you never did anything else for us, we just want to let you know that we're thankful. But Father God, somebody needs for one thing and somebody needs it for another. You know the struggles of your people. Father God, right now we live in these last and evil days. And our enemy called the devil. Father God is upset because he knows his time is near. And Father God, he's trying to just take as many of us with him <coughs> as he can. But Father God, we're going to hold on to our faith. Father God, we're not going to give up in spite of what we're going through. We know too much about you to doubt you now. We're not going to turn back. We just ask, oh, Father God, to strengthen your people where they are weak right now. Build them up where they're torn down right now. Father God, if their bodies need healing, heal them in frail bodies right now. In your word, you said, by your stripes, we are healed. Yes. You said all sickness are not unto death. Yes. So, Father God, we thank you for those that were in the hospital last week and now they're out. Father God, for those that are in there, we ask you to be with them still. Father God, we ask you to look down. You know, we know, we don't know everything that each of our brothers and sisters need, but you know all and you see all. Father God, some of them need some financial blessing. Not for themselves, Father God, but so that they can just do what you called us to do. So, Father God, I ask you, please, oh God. Allow your spirit to come against the spirit of poverty and failure right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, let the spirit of success right now and prosperity breathe within the lives of your people beginning right now at the start of this new year. Father God, make a way out of nowhere. Be that Jehovah Jireh in your life. Enlarge the territory. Father God, and give us a mindset, not that once you bless us, that we are blessed of ourselves, but that we look around so we can bless somebody else. That's why we're saying the prayer, Father God, not a, it's not a selfish prayer. We're saying, Father God, in the right spirit and in the right mindset, know what you want us to do when you lay out your hands on us. Father God, we know we all rest 
against flesh, but not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness in high places. We ask, oh Heavenly Father, that you would just fight our battles for us. We are battleized in the time of the battle. Father God, right now you said the flood may come up, but we won't drown. You say we might not go through the fire, but we won't get burned. Father God, we just be actually a strong tower for us right now. Father God, fight your people's battles. Some of us will be free from something. Whatever it is, Father God, break their shackles right now. In the name of you right now. Not for my sake, Lord, but for your name's sake. At least they say we serve and call on the name of a dead God. You didn't let us out of Egypt, Father, right now, because that's legal in this wilderness called the world to die. We ask, oh God, that you didn't put the blood of your son Jesus upon the lives of your people in this ministry right now. Father God, your job, your home, your children, your spouses, your mate. Father God, bless them in a mighty way. I ask and I plead you, Father God, that you have your way. You said you give us new mercies each and every day. So, Father God, we thank you. Father God, give us a spirit of thankfulness in the midst of our mess. Father God, we are not going to wait until the storm is past. We won't wait in New Jerusalem until the thunder stop roaring and the lightning stop flashing and the rain stop. Father, we're going to thank you in the midst of the storm. Because we know that, Father God, all storms don't last. They have to pass. You're working all things together for our good. So, Father God, as we get ready to go through this service, Father God, even though I allow your people to lay your burdens at your feet. And when you do that, Father God, we'll thank you. So we thank you right now in advance of what you're about to do. And all who love the Lord say amen. 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 And then, come on, y'all. Put your hands together again, God. Our thanks and our prayers.
Praise the Lord, everybody. Thank you. 
Amen. I'm glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. Uh, I want you to bring me one of those Florida Department of License announcements. Uh, Warren, I don't know where they are. Come give me one, please. Let me make, I'm going to talk about that. Get that one from her. Nicole, I'll give it back to her. Yes, I have. Thank you, my Lord. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, let me uh, add to the Sunday school announcement. We know it starts at 10, right? But also to know that the young people's class will also start next Sunday. Young people, you'll have your own class. you meet back here. We'll, you'll go open up in Sunday school and you'll meet back in class. And we'll have a teacher, uh, Sister Angela, be back there. So you can be able to uh, have your own time and get into the Word of God. Amen? Amen. That's very important. It's very important that we have that going for you. So you can uh, discuss and talk and do your thing, okay? We necessarily don't have to, we're going to follow the lesson, but we don't necessarily have to hold you. You, you can be able to input and talk and talk about things that's going on with you, so we want you to know that. Next Sunday, young people show on up. You've been showing up. Bring young people, um, parents, let your young people come in, and uh, out at 10 o'clock we have a class for them. As we go, as we continue to pray for the church and the church grows, that we will be able to separate <coughs> Be able to have a separate that adult class, okay? So we can have a women class and a men's class also, amen? Right now we're doing this fine, but I want you to know God is blessing the church. So you visiting and you staying, you staying a visitor, and you've been visiting, you've been, you've been more faithful than the members coming. You need to go and join church and come on up here and pass the check your hand. And so you can start Sunday school and everything because this is the beginning of the year. Don't make no New Year's resolutions. Just make only commitments. To God, because He's the only one who help us keep them. Amen? Amen. 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 You know, the Sea Boys women, I was going to invite, uh, uh, I said, uh, it's a hospital that they'll have here on the 21st at 2 p.m. And I always try to support the Sea Boys women. I believe in women in the church and what they have to do. I mean, if there weren't no women in the church, I don't know what we would, be, would do. So I try to support them all. Show. Nobody else show up. All the pastor, I'm showing up for them. Amen. I'm going to try to be there for you guys. On Saturdays, that if I have to take off, I used to need an excuse to take off from work anyway. <laughs> I work all the time, so I, that's a good one to have. Amen. Amen. Deacon Frodo, don't you laugh at me? They treat me good when I come out there, Deacon Frodo. You do. That's they sure do. Them women treat me real good. New Jerusalem has happened enough that we will be the host of the church for the Seaboard Minister Deacons Union on that Sunday, the, the 29th of January at 4 p.m. Now we're gonna do our part. We're gonna do our part. We're gonna make sure we get you to church on time so you can get back in time. But we never have nobody come to our house when we're not home. Amen. Okay? I'm not saying that I invite you to come, and I expect to see you there. Okay? If I it's a black and white affair. Okay, it's a black and white affair. Men will be wearing black, women will be wearing sisters will be wearing white. People have us a grand time. Okay? And they wanna come here. Everybody else love to come to Jerusalem. That's good. We gonna be. I want to stress. I, I want. Don't let pass it down now. Okay, y'all. When I ask you to do something, you always do it, and I really appreciate that. So you make your pastor look good. Just show on up in here with your smiling faces and your New Jerusalem hospitality. They love that. I know that we uh, gonna have our park attendance. I know we were laughing when she was talking about Emerson, but uh, we that, he's just we laughing. That's a joke, but he will be there. He always shows up when we need him. 
campaign, and even though he's been busy teaching the work for the school board, whatever something he needed out, we need. I don't mean I don't care if it's from finances to his his physical appearance, he shows up Amen. for us. So we we make a joke about it, but she got kind of volunteered him because that's what she's used to doing. Okay, he's not gonna say no. Amen. So we want every one our men to show up, and our ladies invite invite the men into church. Let them know that we're not here. We're not here too long. We have to. We are need are to be talking about how good God has been to us. Amen. We, and He has. He has been good to us. And and how and the best way for us to do it is to live our lives according to when you tell somebody about church, they don't look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. Amen. They say you go to church. They should have to say that. They should say, that's why you act the way you do. And that, that'll get people to come into church, okay? Amen? Amen. All you got to do is invite them. The Holy Ghost will deal, deal with them on, on, on the other time. Let us continue to pray for our sick and our shut-in, okay? Sister Thomas, on um, one of Bernie's homes, model Sister Thomas, she was in the hospital this week, but she's now at home. We'll continue to pray for him. Deacon Johnson is in the hospital. He's getting his little yearly check. I mean, you know that hard situation he had. But just pray for him. Deacon Johnson, okay? Just keep him in prayer. Amen? Amen. Just keep him in prayer. Sister Thomas in prayer. We see our mothers. Uh, Sister Thomas, she's here, so that's a, that's a good thing. Uh, Sister Muffin is all right. You know, I checked in on her this week. So she is, she is, she is doing fine. Amen? Amen? Amen. We thank God. Uh, I want to say that uh, usually... Uh, I don't really, I'm not happy when I have to find out about a church member being sick and I come to church and I find out about it. Because all of you have my phone number. It's an open line. Anytime of the night. Y'all tell y'all pastor don't sleep. I'm always there. That's fine. That's what I'm called you to do. If you know somebody in the hospital, I, I ought to know about it. Okay? Everybody, sickness is not a, you know, I'm keeping a secret, but pastor should know. Especially if you're the leadership. Yes. If you're the leadership, you should be calling the pastor. And I have my leadership on the problem calling me. I'm used to checking in with you. But you need to let the pastor, need to let the pastor know so we know. Because I'm not going to tell it to the whole church. I don't necessarily have to do that. But I tell to those prayer members, prayer warriors who are always in prayer. And they intercede, right? Right. Because everybody ain't praying, right? But some people, that's what, that's, that's what they call to do, intercede and pray. It's important that you let me know. I'm concerned. I want to know that something's going on with you. And it don't have to be the hospital. It can be something else. JoJo could have made you mad down the street. I need you to pray so you don't go hit across the head. Amen. That's, that's the prayer. That's the prayer that needs to have you happening too. Amen? Okay, I, I, I think I stressed that enough, right? Amen. So, and that's, they don't have to be the person call. It can be somebody else calling. Let me know about it. Amen? Uh, Dr. Jenkins, I don't think I forgot anything. I did? Okay, I talked enough. I'm so glad to see all of you in the sanctuary today. So many of you here today. And that's a blessing to have you in the place. Because if I see you, that means that you're doing all right. And if, if, just because I see you don't mean everything's all right, but just know that you, God, you woke you up in your right mind and told you where, where to go and worship at. And that's all, all we need. Amen? Amen. Amen. It's Austin time. Yes, Lord. Ask, I'm going to ask uh, uh, Reverend Cook to come and lead us into our giving. This morning he's going to do the prayer in advance. But uh, Bible says bring your tithes in the storehouse. Come on, uh, Reverend Cook, and lead us into our tithes and offerings. Yeah. 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 Amen, church. It's offering time. Praise it's the Lord. It's offering time. Praise Praise the Lord. Lord. 
time for us to give back to God what God has allowed us to be able to get. Yes. Amen? Amen. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, thank you so much once again, Lord God, for allowing us to be able to <clears throat> give you back that which you allowed us to be able to get, Lord God. Thank you so much, Lord God, for you know what we need to be able to make it in this world that we live in, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for those that desire to give but just did not have, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for this, what we are given for the building of your kingdom, Lord God. Lord God, so that someone can be able to get saved, Lord God, and get to know you better, Lord God. Lord God, someone can be able to get fed, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We bless this offering, Lord God. We give it back to you, Lord God, as a ransom sacrifice, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Anybody know what it's like to try to get an appointment 
before the driver's license, and oh, if he got one, how you got to stand in the line? It's like, oh, you know, it's a problem. Okay, they have what they call a flow truck. F L O W is called Florida Licensing on Wheels. Okay, Florida Licensing on Wheels. On January twentieth, at Carver Ranch's Library, the multi-purpose room. The address is forty-seven thirty-five South Eighteenth Street, West Park. What they're going to do that flow truck is going to show up there, and everything that you can have done with your driver's license. ID cards, emergency contact, vehicle registration renewals, convert out-of-state licenses, first-time licenses, they will do it at this vehicle. Now, no, you're not going to show up and have to stand a long line. Because on that flyer, you see that it says, for registration or more information, contact Letitia Clark. Okay? That's the phone number there. Now, I don't, I, I have my past got appointment ready. Because I'm going to get there, ain't nothing wrong with my license, I'm a disabled vet. And what I want them to do is take my license and put that symbol of a disabled vet on my driver's license. Okay? And when they put on there, when I go to a business, if I show my driver's license, most businesses in the state of Florida now give us big time discounts. Especially at restaurants. And I mean, I don't have to go, I don't have to drive around, Dr. Jenkins, with my DD-214 because it's embedded into my license. Okay? And I've been wanting to do this for a while. Okay? I've been wanting to do this for a while. And guess what? I got my appointment. 10 o'clock, I'll be there on January 20th. That's my appointment. On the sheet, when you call, they have a place for you to put your, your name down and the appointment that they gave you. You just gonna go. Don't be late. Go there when you're supposed to go, and they can take care of you go. You don't have to wait this long line, okay? And she, uh, Mayor, uh, Mayor Bronson is teaming up with State Representative Marie Woodson to get this done. This is being done. When I called the number, the tissue block and picked up. I felt like really important, Lady Jenkins, because State Representative Marie Woodson picked up and gave me my appointment. She said, Yeah, Pastor, you got an appointment right now. So if y'all call today, I mean, excuse me, y'all make sure y'all call Monday, because they didn't know where to work today. Call Monday. That's going to be good because. Everybody just getting this fly today. Okay? Some other churches are going to get the same fly. So it's a good thing, all right? But it's not the only place they're going to do it. I mean, if you say you don't live in West Park, I don't, but I'm coming in here. I don't have to live here to, to utilize this service. Hey. Somebody had hand up. Go ahead. Is this just a one-time thing? Uh, no. She said they're going to see how the turnout is. She said they're going to see how the turnout is and see if they keep doing it. But she said she's also going to let me know next month they're going to be in Pembroke Pines. Okay? They're going to be in Pembroke Pines next month. They have different locations, but this is going to be the first location they start doing this. this. This truck was only going out to the VA, and they were, they were parked in front of the Veterans Administration, and when, when we go to our appointment, we, just, we didn't have to have an appointment. All we had to do is show our VA card and pull up, and they took care of whatever we wanted. <coughs> For some reason they stopped it. This is when COVID came around. But now they're doing it again. They're letting that truck go back out. But they're going into the community now. Okay? And that's that's a, that's a really good thing. Of course, you still have to pay the fees. Because the flyer has the fee on there. Whatever. Same thing you pay when you go there. But I think it's a good thing so you don't stand that long line. Okay? And I just it. You have the flyer there. Let's utilize it. Okay? Of course, you need your regular. It says on the, all the identification that you need is there. Okay? Uh, I forgot to say that. I just want to make sure I say that to you because I think it's a good thing. 
January 20th, go ahead and handle your business so you don't have to worry about, well, I don't feel like standing in a long line. But it is a long line. Amen? Amen. 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 Put your hands together, God, hand clap. Good to have, have faith y'all. If anything going on, she's to make sure she send me a text or she'll call me and I thank God for her speaking about us like that. Okay? Yeah. You ask God and James to come and say prayer for me and we'll get going amen. In line with what the pastor was saying, I already have a veteran on my driver's license. We should obey the traffic laws and everything, but I have gotten stopped, and I know they let me go because I was a veteran. <laughs> so thank you for your service. <laughs> Amen. Our Father, we're child in heaven, we just rejoice in your goodness. So thankful for the mercies that you have extended unto us. We thank you most of all, O oh God, for salvation as we reflect on the privileges and the mercies that you've given us in accordance with your will and your purpose. Help us now, O oh God, to move from our minds and even our lips and our hearts any distractions that would keep us from uh, focusing entirely on you. Help us to be reminded of the fact that we're here to worship and praise you. Help us, O oh God, to recognize the fact that you said in your word that nothing or no one or is to be put before you, even parents and spouses and loved ones. We worship and praise you not because we uh, have to, but because that we need to because you've shown undying love unto us. We praise you that our shepherd is now about to come and bring your word. But we know that we need to move everything from our hearts and our minds and worship you. Help us not to be looking out of the windows and playing with our cell phones, but to uh, get a word from the Lord. Uh, to be thankful for the plateau that we now stand and recognize uh, there's no limit to where we can go if we keep and guide and follow according to your word and your purpose. Forgive us for our transgressions where we've fallen short and enable us to live in such a way that the world can see you in us. This we pray, O oh God. And thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Anoint our shepherd afresh that he might bring forth the word in accordance with not what he would desire to say to us, but that what he desires is according with your will and your purpose. Bless us, help us receive it in joy and thanksgiving. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
Anybody ever had any midnight hours? And God showed up? That's when you really know to be a friend that's sticking closer than a brother. And nobody else around, you ain't got nobody else to call, he'll come show up in the midnight hour. I know I got some witnesses in here. Have you ever been so sad and tears just running down your face that you feel like you're all alone? And, and then God show up. I don't know how you do it, but he show up and make you feel like you're right there. And then all of a sudden your tears go, because that scripture in the Revelations, we say he'll drop all your tears away. He know how to do it. Uh -huh. Well, I felt like crying a little bit. I was, I was crying a little bit. I don't feel like crying no more. Right. And some of you said, what you crying for? How mercy, Lord. Here's a word from the Lord. Joshua, in the book of Joshua, we the book of Joshua, chapter 5. <clears throat> I want to shine a smart spotlight on verses 1 through 12 of Joshua chapter 5. I'll be reading to you from King James Version. Joshua chapter 5. If you're there with me, say amen. Amen. Okay. If you're not there yet, when you get there, you'll find these words. And it came to pass when all the kings of the Amorites, which were on the side of Jordan, westward, and all the kings of the Canaanites, which were by the sea, heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of Jordan from before the children of Israel until we were passed over, that their heart melted. Neither was their spirit in them anymore because of the children of Israel. At that time, the Lord said unto Joshua, Make these sharp knives and circumcise again the children of Israel the second time. And Joshua made him sharp knives and circumcised the children of, the is of Israel at the hill of the foreskins. And this is the cause why Joshua did circumcise. All the people that came out of Egypt that were males even all the men of war died in the wilderness. By the way, after they came out of Egypt, now all the people that came out were circumcised, but all the people that were born in the wilderness, by the way, as they came forth out of Egypt, <coughs> them they had not circumcised. For the children of Israel walked 40 years in the wilderness Tell all the people that were men of war, which came out of Egypt, were consumed because they obeyed not the voice of the Lord, unto whom the Lord swore that he would not show them the land which the Lord swore unto their fathers, that he would give us a land that flowed with milk and honey. And their children, whom he raised up in their stead, them Joshua circumcised. For they were uncircumcised because they had not circumcised them by the way. And it came to pass when they had done circumcising all the people that they abode in their places in the camp till they were whole. Until they were healed. 
And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day have I rolled away the reproach of Egypt from off you. Wherefore the name of this place is called Gilgal unto this day. And the children of Israel encamped in Gilgal and kept the Passover on the 14th day of the month at even in the plains of Jericho. And they did eat of the old corn of the land on the morrow after the Passover unleavened cakes and parched corn in the selfsame day. And the manna that God was sending ceased on tomorrow after he had eaten of the old corn of the land. Neither had the children of Israel manna anymore. But they did eat up the fruit of the land of Canaan that year. And we know that God's word is already blessed, right? Amen. Put a tag on this text to teach and preach unto your hearing. Entering a new season. Entering a new season. Take your seats in the presence of the Lord. Entering a new season. Mm -hmm. This passage uh, uh, finds the children of Israel. In, in, in the wilderness, but they're, they're having just crossed over the Jordan River to enter into the land of Canaan. Let me rehearse for you the history. They were in bondage for over 400 years. And every night they went to sleep crying to the Lord for over 400 years to send them a deliverer. God sent them Moses, Amen. born of Josheber and Amram, floated in the Nile River, raised in the house of Pharaoh to deliver them from Egyptian bondage. God sent plagues upon Egypt. And then God, in that last plague, the death of the firstborn, said to Moses, he says, Moses, tell the people of Israel to sprinkle blood on the doorposts and on the lintels because at midnight the death angel will fly over. And every house that's not bearing the threefold blood mark, death will occur. When the death angel passed over, every firstborn died except those in the house of Israel. And then Pharaoh relented and let the children of Israel go out of Egypt. And they, and they are on their way to the land of promise and Pharaoh's hordes are behind them. God who's leading them by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night leads them in their procession out of Egypt, Sister Andy. And when Pharaoh's chariots are in hot pursuit, the fire and the leadership of God that was before them, Dr. Uh, uh, Deacon Cook, now goes behind them. All right. It is now light on Israel's side and darkness on Egypt's side. Well. God leads them to the Red Sea and when they get there, 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 there are mountains and valleys on the right and the left. The Red Sea is in front of them and Pharaoh's army is behind them right. and they start crying to Moses. 
You brought us out here in this wilderness. You should have left us in Egypt. When there are no graves enough in Egypt that you brought us out here to let us die in this wilderness. This starts them and they start murmuring and crying to the Lord. And the Lord says to Moses, don't cry to me. Use what you have in your hand. All right. Moses stretches forth that rod. And the Red Sea opened and the children of Israel went over the bed of the sea on dry ground. With every Israelite that crossed over the Red Sea, Pharaoh's army is in hot pursuit. God waits until they are in the middle of the sea. And the same waters that opened up for Israel closes on the Egyptians. And their dead bodies washes up on the seashore. And Moses' sister Miriam sings a new song. Yeah, God is a man of war. He fought many battles. And he's never lost one. And Jehovah is his name. Their sandals, the children of Israel's sandals would not wear out. Their clothes would not wear out. When they got hungry, God fed them with bread, manna from heaven. When they were thirsty, God watered them with water from a rock. And then they started murmuring. Lord, have mercy. Uh -huh. About the manna and the sweet water. All right. They wanted meat. And so God sent quail. They had so much quail. The scripture says, Quail was running out of their nose. Because God, when he supplies your need, he provides, he over-supplies it. Because of your murmuring, he will answer your prayer. God protected them. God's strong arm, God's outstretched hand brought them out of Egypt. Out of Egyptian bondage. And now they are on the precipice of the promised land. Moses, the servant of God, is dead. And God says to him, God buries Moses, excuse me, God buries Moses in the hills of Moab and raises up a leader by the name of Joshua. All right. And he says to Joshua, as I was with Moses, so also will I be with you. Wherever your feet shall pass, Joshua, I will give you Good success. Can I wear the witness of him? When the feet of the priests who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant touched the brim of the waters, the waters at the Jordan opened at flood stage. And the children of Israel walked through the Jordan on dry ground, just like they had walked through the Red Sea. But that's, but that's you know, a generation who does not know Moses or Moses is God. There's this second generation who is almost in the promised land with no Egypt experience. God kept Israel, but there's a crowd now who does not remember. God kept them. God protected them. God led them. God made them. God provided for them. And there's now a crowd who after they can't remember. There's a crowd now coming to church. You can, 
income? Who can't remember? Well, maybe they have selective amnesia, Mother Thomas. You have some form of spiritual dementia. You act like you don't know. So your carnality, your, 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 your fleshiness, your worldliness turns you off from the things of God. We don't go to church like we used to go to church. We don't go to church like we used to go to church, and we don't shout in church like we used to shout. All right now. We don't praise God in church like we once did. We don't give God the glory that is His. We don't shout God praise like we once did because of some spiritual dementia. Some people here act like you don't know. You act like you can't remember when you were down and God picked you up. Exactly. You can't remember when you were broke and he paid your bills. You were lost and God came and found you. You were sick and he healed your body when the doctor said they couldn't do it. All God did for you, how dare you come in this new year and act as you can't remember. These Israelites, they were people of God. The people of the law. And they are about to be the people of the land. They are people of the Lord. They were people of the law because they received the law at Mount Sinai. And they are about to be people of the land. The great promise that God made to the fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, about to be realized by the people of Israel. They finally arrived at the promised land. That is the warning is over. The days of possessing the land have arrived. But before they are ready to go into the new promised land, uh -huh. there's some stuff, some preparations they must make. Oh, yeah. How y'all with me? And brothers and sisters this morning, just as God challenged Israel, just as God challenged Israel to prepare to move deeper into the promised land, there are some steps that we have to take if we are to move deeper in God, in this ministry, and our walk with God in 2023. Eight days into this new year is not enough to gauge your faithfulness. Enough hours haven't passed this year yet. Enough days haven't gone by. Enough months haven't passed for you to talk about how faithful you have been. So God's got to do some stuff up front for us. He can't wait till December to do what he's got to do now in January. Because if you would go deeper in God, there's some preparation we have got to take in Jerusalem. We have got to make some preparation. The first step is we got to have some consecration around here. All right. Y'all with me? Israel is kept in the very heart of enemy territory. And the first command that God gives Israel is that all men ought to be circumcised. Circumcision was a physical sign used to identify all male descendants of Abraham. The foreskin of the male penis was removed when the child was eight days old. And that was a physical act that pointed towards a spiritual reality. Circumcision was painful. The male sex organ, the foreskin, was removed, and that was a sign of Abraham, Abrahamic covenant. Alright. They had to be identified to identify, they had to be excuse me, circumcised to be identified with the covenant. 
something had to be cut away. All right. Yes. Some will help you preach in a minute. All right. In order for them to identify with the covenant, some skin had to be removed, Dr. Jenkins. Yes. In order to be an active participant in the covenant, you have to have some skin in the game. The reason why we don't love church like we ought to love church is because we ain't got no skin in the game. It hasn't cost us anything. And when praise doesn't cost you anything, your praise is cheap. It's orchestrated, it's staged, it's managed, it's just put together. Because you come by with no sacrifice. Deliver me from people who come by praise with no sacrifice. Deliver me from people who come to church and haven't got any skin in the game. Because they're always complaining, they're always murmuring, they're always griping because, because what all the stuff we have. And because the stuff you got, it didn't cost you nothing. You got it. You think you got it by yourself. It didn't cost you nothing. But the devil's alive. But the reason why I praise God with such enthusiasm, I got some skin in the game, Dr. Jiggins. My praise is costly. I've gone through some pain to get to where I am. And the only way you can praise God loudly, people of God, you got to have some skin in the game. Let me see if I can make it plain for you. He told Joshua, there is a generation who's about to go in the promised land without identification. And you don't want nobody following you, Dr. Jenkins, that you can't identify. Y'all, can I even say that again? Go ahead. There should not be anybody in this church that can identify with the blood of Jesus Christ. Because there's no such thing as a Christian without any sacrifice. I don't know. I, I, I was writing this message out, Sister Ophelia. I said, I don't know. God trying to tell you to do some stuff. Because the last message, we talked about praise, worship, and sacrifice. Yeah. That wasn't my topic. Remember the lady with the alabaster box? Yeah. She worshiped, she prayed. But she didn't sacrifice because she broke the alabaster box. Yeah. God, God should stop playing with me. Yeah. Give it all to me. Don't tip me. No, I don't need half your life. I, I, bought, I bought you with a price. Uh-huh. Give it all to me. You want to walk different than you want to, you want to, don't talk to me like, like you, I know where your heart at. You, say you want a deeper knowledge, but you don't want to sacrifice nothing. You want, a, you want a deeper prayer life, but you don't want no sacrifice. No, it don't work that way. I wish I had a better message for you, a better tip to you that don't worry, all your skies will be blue because now you know the Lord. Your anointing costs something. You want to be a prayer warrior? Your, your hookup with God, it costs you something. How are you going to pray with faith if you don't know if you're going to answer your prayer? New Jerusalem, God's going to take it somewhere. Let me help you. You can't be a Christian without sacrifice. God said, he said, take this generation. He said, and get, the scripture said, listen y'all, get a flint knife. Let me help y'all with that. Not a scalpel. Y'all know what a scalpel is? That's a very, you can get cut with a scalpel and it's so sharp it can go through you and feel it. But he had to get a flint knife. It's a stone that's ground down 
to sharpen like a knife. Then he takes the pins and cut it. Wow! I mean, I thought, whoa! Stop taking it. Come on now. Are you serious, God? This is normally done with the baby the first eight days of eight days of birth. He doing this to grown men. It was the foreskin was removed from their bodies, a piece of the flesh, as a sign that they were part of the covenant. I don't know if I let Joshua and the boys be cutting on me because I said, well, I got to go back to Israel because. What you say you going to do again, tell me again? Oh, Lord. Go ahead. We must remove from our lives anything that stands between us and total surrender. If it does not glorify God, cut it off. If it does not edify the church, cut it off. If it does not make you grow in the Lord, cut it off. If it's members of your family and they acting crazy and stopping you from walking like you knew God, cut them off. If it's friends in your circle, your homeboys and hurdles, cut them off. If it's a desire that does not not uh, it, does, it does not help you be what God wants you to be, cut it off. It's a whole lot of pulpits because, you know, it's a whole lot of, uh, of things going on and being said from pulpits that got nothing to do with God, Dr. Jacob. Amen. If it's a habit that stops you from growing in God, cut it off. The reason now, check now, listen carefully. The reason this prosperity gospel is so popular, the reason that, 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 that easy believism and that therapeutic deism that we hear coming from a whole lot of pulpits because everyone wants to gravitate towards that. Name it and claim it. Pray it and you got it. You know why? Because it demands no sacrifice. Everybody wants to hear preaching that tells you how good you are. And you can have your best life now. And you can walk, in your, walk into your destiny. You can walk into your wealthy place. You can name and claim whatever blessings you want. I want to let y'all know that's cotton candy. That's popcorn with syrup all over it. And if you eat a steady diet of that, it will rot your teeth. And if it rots your teeth, New Jerusalem, you can't chew your food. And if you can't chew your food, New Jerusalem, you can't digest it. And if you can't digest it, you definitely can't grow in the Lord. It is time to get off milk, New Jerusalem, and start eating the meat of God's word. And start eating the meat of God's word. But the church is not where she ought to be because we got too many Christians with a pacifier in their mouth. Stop letting your feelings get hurt about everything. Stop worrying about who, who likes you, you and who does not like you. Stop worrying about who's on your side and who's not on your side. Grow up. Just grow up and this will be all right. Everybody isn't going to like you. Matter of fact, be honest with you, can I help you? Other folk thinking about their own business, they ain't thinking about you. They're not thinking about you. They got their own concern. They got their own family. They got their own responsibility. The world does not revolve around you. Grow up. 
Stop complaining. Stop murmuring. Stop whining. You're not going to make it in this new year with last year's mentality. All right. I ain't got a shot. I got to finish the best God gave it to me. Anything that does not glorify God in your life, cut it off. That might be some people in your family that, that you may have to detox from. Did I just say that? Get out that toxic situation. Stop making them make you feel bad because you are being blessed. No, I'm not apologizing because of how God has blessed me. Because I'm obedient to God's word. And with my obedience of God's word comes blessings. So I'm not, I'm not going to let you make me feel like I owe you an apology. Because like everything's going to go in my life. Because guess what? You weren't with me in the midnight hour. You weren't there when God had to drive my tears away. You just seen the outcome. I don't be. A lot of us don't look like what we've been through. Am I in the words for somebody? You spend your money foolish on foolishness and nonsense. I spend mine wisely. I'm going to pay my tithe first. And then God going to do the rest for me. And the Lord says, I'm going to have to cut some stuff off. Mm -hmm. I said, Lord, okay. I'm helping somebody here today. There are some friends who are always dragging you down with their drama, with their mess, with their foolishness. Cut them off this year. All right? Unfriend them on Facebook. Block their numbers. For Israel, it was the circumcision of the flesh. But for the child of God, it's the circumcision of the heart. Are y'all with me? Flesh was removed from Israel. But God has to remove our fleshly desires from our heart. Because if you're going to walk with God, you got to consecrate your heart. Hello. You got to clean up your life. You got to make sure that you walk with God. Your walk with God is a consecrated walk. Come out from among them and be ye separate, says the Lord. Modify the deeds of your flesh. Crucify, kill the deeds of your flesh so that you might walk in the light of God. That's consecration. That, 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 that should not have taken a whole year. So God wants to, 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 to consecrate us. But now there's a period after consecration, Dr. Jesus, called confirmation. That you belong. God wants to confirm that you belong to him. They are in the midst of enemy territory. Watch me now. War is imminent. Because they cannot possess the land until they rout the enemy. We've got to destroy the enemy. They have to destroy the enemy with an act of war. They just got circumcised. They just got through. Dealing with some pain. They're dealing with pain. But they got to fight too. Hello. They got to war. They got to war, Dr. Jenkins, and they can't walk. It says right in verse 8. And it came to pass, in verse 8, when they had done circumcising all the people, that they abode in their places in the camp till they were whole. They stayed in one place. They were moving. God inflicted the pain 
So God was going to have to bring the healing. Mm -hmm. Guess if God going to use you? Oh, no, Jerusalem, get ready. You got to go through some pain. All right, yeah. I want to put that on somebody's schedule right now. If you got a New Year's resolution that you want to go deeper in the Lord, and your faith, you want your faith to grow deeper, and then your prayer life to be more powerful, you want a closer walk with God, let me put this on your mind. Pain is on your forecast. Yeah. All right. Hello. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Pain is on your forecast. You don't ought not be expecting to use God deeply until he hurts, allows you to be hurt deeply. I said to you earlier, purpose that there's no, 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 no pleasing God more. There's nothing pleasing God more than the saints praising God because they've been delivered. Y'all hear me? Because when you're praising God, people want you to be quiet. They say, you ought to make noise in church, but they don't know what you've been delivered from. They don't know what you went through. They don't know what you had to deal with. You ain't telling them. You told God. God delivered you from it. But guess what? God liked that sound. Because guess what? That's a real true praise. That's a perfect praise. Because you telling God about something that nobody else probably don't know about. And you give him thanks. Because guess what? If it had not been for the Lord on your side. Yes. Very simple. That's how he confirms that you're his. Because once he delivered you, and you, then you come to church and the, in the sanctuary and you give God a perfect praise. Yes. Okay. You're not taking credit for it for yourself. Can I get a witness up here? Oh, yeah. All right. I'm telling you what God's going to do for us as we go into the new year. We're getting ready to go into a new season. All right. Don't look so sad because I passed told you you're going to be in some pain. It's okay. It's all right. God ain't going to let us go through no surgery without any anesthesia. Get a minute when he's up there. He's got some anesthesia for you. That's what you're talking about. It's called the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, I got to go. If I don't go, you won't get another comforter. What does that comforter do? He leads and guides you into all truth. But I heard an old preacher say, we call him my paraclete, my comforter. That means that if he's my comforter, lady Jiggins, when I'm not feeling well, he knows how to comfort me. That's like when I go to the dentist, he got to pull my teeth. He gives me a comforter. How oh, y'all feel? All right. I'm going to have more faith. I'm praying for it. I'm not able to the advice of the devil. He coming at me. I'm having to go through some stuff. But guess what? I'm going through it because guess what? I'm looking for the light at the end of the tunnel. Amen. God already walked out my steps because I checked somewhere in the word. It says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delights in my way. So it means that God already walked out my steps. He checked them. That means that this path I'm following, he knows the outcome of it. Because the Bible also tells me that he writes the end at the beginning. Yes. So he knows how I'm going to turn out his thing. He, I can't win. I heard an old preacher, a whole deacon say, I'm in this fight, but the fight is fixed. Y'all uh -huh. didn't hear me? Yeah. I yeah, you will see me get knocked down, but guess what? I fall, we fall down, but we get up too. Yeah. 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 
It's all a part of the Bible's plan. I'm talking about going into a new season. I'm going to get out of at least I keep it too long. I give you a confirmation. You can wish your hand, and I wish your hand, raise your hand in the sanctuary. God is providing for you, and God helps you take care. He provides for you, He confirms you when He helps you take care of your children all by yourself. Yeah. When God opened the doors and made a way out of nowhere, when He looked, there was, when you looked, there was no way, and all of a sudden you looked, there was a way. That was God letting you know I'm confirming you. Yeah. He said, Guess what? He said, You might not can't trace me, you better trust me. He said, Because guess what? If you don't, you call me up, I know y'all say get Jesus on the main line and tell him what you want. But guess what? Let me give you another clue. Just in case you didn't hear him answer. He got your hole, but the call has not hung up. He's still working on that thing for you. Delay does not mean deny. You got to know how to wait on God because guess what? Some of us, we got to admit, we stubborn. We ain't ready for some of the stuff God getting ready to give us. If God gave us some of the stuff he got for us, we'll lose our mind. If God gave you some of y'all in here the stuff he got for you, y'all won't show up to church no more. All right, now. I'm talking about a new season. Walk in the spirit. Don't let your flesh get you down. Here you go, Warren. Here you go. Here you go. That question you asked, Grandpa. You said, Grandpa, how am I going to separate my mind, my mind from the Spirit? Because my mind want to do one thing, but the Spirit tells me I need to do another thing. Paul said that. I don't know how it was. Paul said, I don't know how it was, but I was caught up in the third heaven. Oh. He said, I don't know if myself, he didn't want to brag on himself. He said, I don't know if me or I was in the flesh. He said, but I was caught in the third heaven, and I saw the Lord. He said, he gave me, he gave me utterance that I didn't know how to utter. We as Christians need to know when God dealing with us, how to get caught up into the third heaven. How to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. When things go with hell, breaking loose in your life, you need to know how to go to your Bible, get your scripture, and you can't get to your Bible, memorize your voice, and just, just, just think about the promises of God. You heard Pastor talking about the first sister Have a flashback God. You ain't been in this year long enough to remember it, to, to thank God for anything. But you got all last year. Flashback. If he did that, I knew he was going to do this. I'm into a new season. I want God to do both things in my life. Serve him in enthusiasm in Jerusalem. Stay faithful to your calling. Even if you don't feel like coming to church, come to church. Only thing that should keep you at home, really, is that you don't lost your leg. All right. <laughs> and really, what reason, if you, what you laugh at, Sister Phil, if you lose your leg, you ought to still be coming because they're going to give you a cane. <laughs> you hop on in here. Come on now, y'all know what I'm trying to say to you. Don't let every little thing keep you from doing what God asks you to be supposed to do. And if a little tiny sniffle gonna keep you at home, the devil gonna use that little tiny sniffle on you. No, devil, you gotta bring it. We'll bring more than that. Consecrate yourself. Allow God to confirm you, because you got a new season that we're going. God said, "I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting." God said, "I." I God said, I'm, "I'm on my way back." There's some things y'all gotta do before I get back here. I can't wait to December for y'all to stop making and done a bunch of promises, confirmation, and resolution. Y'all need to do, do, do it now. We're on the move now. We're on the move now. God said, I want to use you to do it. He said, I want to use you to do it. So decide who you're going to follow. The gods of your fathers 
in Egypt or the gods of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Because as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Can I get a witness in here? In God, all right? He's all right. He didn't always say that you have great blue skies and sunshine. But he said, like he said, whatever the world brings you to, I can take you through it. Yeah. He'll never leave us, don't forsake us, y'all. Prepare yourself for the new season. Prepare yourself for it. Get some things right in your life so that God can fill your life the way he wants to. Some things you just got to let go. It ain't doing you no good anyway. Am I right about it? Stand your feet.
we are God's people. We cannot be possessed. But devil shall can ride some of us. He can oppress us, right? So come to Bible study. We'll talk about that. We're ready to go. Now and forevermore, and let the church say, God is broken.